on October 25, 1978, through the hard work of John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, the world was introduced to Michael Myers and Laurie Strode in a film simply titled Halloween. After its return in 2018, we now have a new sequel in 2021 in Halloween Kills. Join me and my friend Justin as we... Is someone there? Michael. No. No. I'm Brandon. Justin's here. What's going on, everybody? Tony's not. He's still feeling under the weather. But we got a good episode for you today. We are reviewing, finally, Halloween Kills. Talking about a little bit of some spooky Michael Myers. We're talking about some brutal Michael Myers. (laughs) Very, very gory kills Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, They called it Halloween Kills for a reason. Lots and lots of deaths. (laughs) Lots of kills. Lots of murdering. Yeah. Google synopsis says the nightmare isn't over as unstoppable killer Michael Myers escapes from Laurie Strode's trap to continue his ritual bloodbath. Injured and taken to the hospital, Laurie fights through the pain as she inspires residents of Haddonfield, Illinois to rise up against Myers, taking matters into their own hands. The Strode women and other survivors form a vigilante mob to hunt down Michael and end his reign of terror once and for all. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, it has a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, 2 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. According to Google users, 75% of people liked the movie. Very divisive film so far. Yeah, lots of people love the movie. Lots of people hate the movie. Yeah, but uh, we don't give a fuck. We liked this movie. <laughs> yes. I guess we'll go ahead and say it. Uh, definitely, if you are a horror fan, which if you're not... If you're <laughs> if you're not a horror fan, you're not listening. Yeah, exactly. Except for... Okay, I can't say that's completely true. I already know a few non-horror fans that listen to us. If you're a fan of Halloween franchise, of course, go see it. I enjoyed it. I'll go into more depth. There's parts I liked, parts I didn't like about the movie. But my opinion, good movie. Definitely go see it. Especially, I mean, you owe it to yourself as a horror fan to go see this movie. That's true. Uh, what about you, Brandon? When it comes to slashers, I find myself pretty easy to please. Yeah. And there's some killing. Lots of killing. And that's all I really need is some good killing. I, of course, you know, I like... I like slashers that have a little bit more class to them, and I think 2018 Halloween would be considered one of those. But Halloween Kills, they kind of let us know from the get-go before the movie was out. Way before the movie was out. This wasn't going to be like 2018 Halloween. Yeah, in the trailers, 
like Jason Blum and David Gordon Green b- before any trailers came out. We already we had the title Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Uh, it says it in the title what this movie is going to be about. This movie, they stated early on, it's just to bridge between the beginning and end of the new trilogy, and it's to get Michael's kill count up because since they got rid of the continuity of a lot of the sequels, his kill count's pretty low, and they even mentioned that in Halloween 2018. Yeah. And uh, those are rookie numbers. We got to bump those up. And this movie, that's what that's for. And so I'll go more into this when we get into the spoiler-free review. But I dig it. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think another reason why this movie is divisive is because, which we'll talk about in the spoilers also, when it comes to trilogies, when it's just telling one long story, the second one's usually has kind of like an inconclusive ending, sort of. Mm -hmm. And people are just like left with... Like I said, blue balls. Yeah. At the end of the movie. Yeah. And it kind of leaves like a rotten taste in their mouth a little bit. Yeah. I'm just hoping we don't have to wait two years for Halloween ends. Well, hopefully it comes out next year like it's planned to be. Yeah. But things happen. Exactly. You know, like pandemics and shit. Yeah. That's what happened here. Because I think we were supposed to get this in 2020. Yes. Yeah. We'll go into recommendations. I recommend it. Justin already said he recommends it. Definitely. But just just know that there's some things in this movie that is rubbing people the wrong way. So we'll, we'll talk more about those in a second. Right now, uh, we're going to roll that trailer audio. person died. If you track Michael's victims, that's a straight line to Michael's childhood home. What do we do? We fight. Let's hunt him down. Michael Myers is flesh and blood. But a man couldn't have survived that fire. The more he kills, the more he transcends. He's the essence of evil. (laughs) 
great fucking trailer, man. Uh, yeah, you've heard us complain about it on here before, though. It shows a lot. <laughs> it shows a lot of the kills. Yeah. Like, over half of them. But it also lets you know what kind of movie you're getting into. Yes, that is true. Yeah, so we'll hop into our spoiler-free review now. This movie's about killing. <laughs> what I like about this movie that I can say without spoiling anything is that I feel like every Halloween movie we've had so far, it, it seems very contained. Michael is killing someone every now and then and trying to get to a target kill. But in this movie, we get Michael unleashed on Haddonfield. And he just goes wild with it. I won't go into detail of like how he goes wild into it until later, but he he's free in Haddonfield and for the first time we don't see him specifically trying to go after one person. We see him just killing. He's going after everybody in this movie. Nobody's safe. No. And it's it's just I think this is the most active we've seen Michael in a movie. Yes, definitely. The highest kill count ever in a Halloween movie. Yeah, he is his most brutal here. And it, we, we get Michael like going up against several people at once, which you don't really see a lot in Halloween movies. But we, we get to see him in that element now, and I think that's really fucking cool. This movie, better than any other ones that we've seen so far, showcases how unstoppable this fucking guy is. This is... Michael's Friday the 13th is what I feel like, right? Minus the nudity and the sex. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, like, Michael feels very Jason in this movie. Yes. Uh, his his brutality's up, his kill count is up, and he, he is just slaughtering the hell out of people. So, I don't know. Uh, it just it seems like Jason is this, like, rabid pit bull going through a fucking kindergarten slaughtering everything in his path. Michael's always felt like a hound trained to hunt a specific thing. Here, the 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 collar's off. Michael is just having a heyday on Halloween. Lots of practical effects in this movie, which is, as y'all have already heard me say before, I'm a huge fan of practical effects. And they're done very well here. Very, very well. Yeah. Both of those things together is why I love this movie. And I'll be honest with you, the people who are saying that they don't like this movie, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see why. I know you, you have some things. Yeah, there's some things that I don't like about the movie, but I mean, majority movies that you will talk about, there's going to be maybe one or two parts that we don't particularly like about a movie. And it, most movies, there's going to be parts that you don't really like about it. I still love the movie. I love the Halloween franchise. I mean, we, we've talked shit about Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 6, but it's still part of the franchise. Yeah. I mean, we'll still watch it again. I mean, we might still be like, meh. Every Halloween movie's got something to like. Exactly. Like, in Halloween 6, out of all, besides the first and the second one, that was the best looking Michael Myers, Halloween yeah. 6. Watch the movie. Be ready to form your own opinion about this movie. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. We sure as hell did. Yeah. Statistically, seeing seeing you know the uh, input towards this movie coming in, there's a chance you might not like this movie. Higher than anything we've recommended so far. Because most of the stuff that we've recommended, people generally have just liked. Yes. But this one, like we said, is very divisive. So if you go into it taking our word for it and you don't like it, Here's your warning now. People are split. 
So yes, but if you try to try to watch it with an understanding that the story's not complete. Yeah, and I think that is where yes my head is at with this movie, and like the people who aren't who don't like it, they don't like the story of the movie. But I appreciate this movie as a kill fest for Michael. Yes. And that's all I was looking for for Halloween Kills because I already had the feeling that that's all I needed to expect in this particular Halloween movie. So I didn't come into it expecting some big revelation between Laurie and Michael. I didn't expect to find, like, Dr. Loomis is still alive or something, you know, like, or, or a resurrected zombie Loomis. You know, I wasn't expecting any huge twist or anything like that. I... For Halloween 2018, I went into it ex- expecting a really good return to Halloween with a solid story and some good kills. And that's what I got out of Halloween 2018. The early word that we got on Halloween Kills led me to believe that this was just going to be a fun kill fest movie. So that's what I went into expecting, and that's what I got out of it. I can, I can agree with you on that. Yeah, don't go in this movie expecting a lot of story progression. Just go in expecting... Like he said, fun movie, lots of kills, Michael getting shit done. Yeah, Michael, Michael doing some work. <laughs> He's a busy boy this Halloween night. Also, Michael. this is a very long Halloween night. <laughs> <laughs> very long night. And it's not over. Nope. <laughs> Big John, Little John. Like their characters in the movie, they were comedic relief in this movie. Uh, yeah, I would say that's another thing people don't like about this movie. There's a lot of comedy in this one. Well, and when you're making a fun horror movie, there's supposed to be some comedy in it. They, I, I, see, okay, going back to that, I believe people wanted a big-brained Halloween movie that took itself super seriously, closer to 2018. But there was horror, there was comedy in 2018 as well. It just wasn't as prominent as it is here. Yeah. There's some hokiness, there's some cheesiness, there's a lot of cheesy dialogue in this movie. Yes. Uh, it, it feels like we went back to the 80s. With the dialogue in this movie. And I'll go ahead and say that is one of the things I did not like about this movie was just a lot of cheesy dialogue. Yeah. A lot of the same dialogue being repeated over and over and over throughout the whole movie. I liked that about it, though. I thought that it was a plus because it's like a catchphrase for the night. (laughs) That is true. But, like, it's, it's weird. When me and Brandon, sometimes... Like the creep show episode, I was liking the cheesiness of that episode. He despised it. Yeah. He he loves the cheesiness of this one. This one kind of irritated me a little bit. Yeah. Because me and him were sitting in a theater and I was like, they just gonna keep saying that over and over and over again. Yeah. We'll get to that in spoilers because that was a funny part. <laughs> but uh, another thing for the spoiler for your review, you were sitting there with me. Uh, this movie more than any of them made me physically react to stuff, right? Yes. <laughs> I was in my seat like, oh my god! <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, you'll see it in the trailer, the one where Michael picks up, gets that saw. With yeah. The, I had to, like, literally... There's a part that, we'll get into it later, but uh, it involves a gun and him kicking the door. Oh. That, that got me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit! <laughs> Yeah, I remember you jumping all that way. There is a lot, like you said, there is a lot of graphic kills yeah. in this movie. If you got little kids, don't bring them to this. Oh, they won't. Yes. Or they will. They might. You never know. And if they're planning on it, they're not going to listen to us. 
But hey, I liked it. It's good. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. It's a fun movie. Don't try to read any more into this movie than that. I agree with you on that. Me personally, I enjoy the 2018 one better, but that's just because I love me a good story also. But that's just my personal taste. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie too. I'm going to rewatch it again on Peacock. That's about all I can say, spoiler free. Well, yeah, like, I enjoy a good story too. In a horror movie, even, I enjoy a good story. But I also, I just, I don't know, I just had a lot of fun with this one. And I'm on the fence on which one I liked more, 2018 or this one. Right now, I'm going to say 2018. I'm going to rewatch it, like I said, on Peacock and just by myself. No other people talking or yeah. anything in the thing. Oh, yeah. That also reminds me. Theater, the people who was in the movies, they behaved pretty well this time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good crowd. Good crowd. Bigger crowd. And they were all in the movie also. Oh, yeah. They were. Nobody was distracted on their phones or anything. Also, we saw the Scream trailer ahead of this. Yes. I love seeing that on the big theater screen. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I'm going to watch this on Peacock also. But if you're going to see this movie, watch it at the theater. If you're There's, comfortable going out right now. Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah. But if you do, if you're all comfortable doing it, watch it in a theater. Watching a horror movie at the theater is the best That's experience. That's the way to go. When we left the theater, once it was getting later at night. There was a lot of people there. A lot of people coming there, in. There, there was, was a, a little kid yeah. dressed up as Michael you Myers. You saw him? Yes. Yeah. There was a little kid dressed as Michael Myers giving everybody the look. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I, I gave him a little nod. Like, I, I, I smiled at him as I walked by him and he tilted his head at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at him smiling. I was like, what's up? That's that's what's up. I, I like that kid. That's a good kid. <laughs> it's a real good kid. His outfit was pretty damn Spot good. Spot on. It was a 2018 Michael Myers mask. Very well done. Yeah. So that that's what he's going for Halloween this year. I wonder if he was just going there to watch the movie or if he was there as a prop just to stand there. <laughs> he's doing a good job. Him. Just scare people going into the theater. He's doing a good job. I love seeing shit like that, though. We need to have more of that. Yeah, I think we're we're getting more of it, I believe. Uh, but I'll go into that in another episode one day. Here very soon. It's my secret topic for episode three. Ooh. At the end, yeah. But uh, anyway, that's uh, all we got for a spoiler-free review. Here we go on to spoiler territory now. You are now entering. The spoiler zone. All right, here we go into the spoiler zone. Movie starts off kind of surprising to me. You're going into the movie expecting that you're going to see the burning building, which is how the last movie ended, but the movie starts off with a scene of Allison's boyfriend from the 2018 movie. He's uh, going home. And he, uh, as he's walking home, he's all sad and depressed about Allison because of what he did. And he's walking along, and in the distance, he sees Officer Hawkins, which in the 2018 movie, you were led to believe that he died from Dr. Sertain. Yeah. But he is still alive. Right before he passes out, he basically says, he must die. He must die. And then it cuts. Flash cut to Haddonfield, Illinois, 
1978. Nobody saw that shit coming. <laughs> no, did not see that coming. Uh, you see a young Officer Hawkins and his partner. They're in the process of trying to find Michael. Yeah, they're investigating the Myers house. Or was it the Strode house? No, uh, they were. They went back to the Myers house to see if Michael was there. Yeah. Because yes, they're outside at the beginning. Then they see Michael in the distance. And, of course, Mr. Shots couldn't shoot him. Can't, uh, there's a lot of stormtroopers shooting in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how they did the original Halloween movie. Because... This is back in the 70s. Yeah, and when it cuts back to 1978 Haddonfield, I like how the, the film grain is increased, so it looks like older film. Yes. And uh, the lighting is different, and they use the classic music instead of the new stuff John Carpenter made. Yes. They use the old school Halloween music. Yes. Love the hell out of that. Attention to detail, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. So they missed a shot, and they uh, end up going to the Myers house. Go up to where his sister was murdered, mm-hmm. and they stand there at the window. Yeah, they're having a little discussion about Michael, like on the way in too. Yeah, because uh, was it Officer Hawkins? He knew Michael as a kid. Yes, and they're they're like uh, his partner was asking him like, oh, was he like weird and stuff? You know, and he was like, no, he was just a quiet kid. He was shy, you know. Nothing really too out of the ordinary. And then one day... He just snapped. He just snapped. Yes, and then Michael comes out from the closet. Dude, no, he came running out of that closet. Like, he bum-rushed that cop. Yes. That was... That that got a jump out of me. He comes out of that closet. Yeah, quick. (laughs) I've never seen Michael move that fast. (laughs) He comes out quick, basically abducts him, sort of. I think that's the only time we've ever seen Michael run... Yes. Was that scene right there. He busts out of that closet, runs across the room. Unless you watch the Rob Zombie movies. In this canon, this is the only time we've seen Michael run. And it it was pretty scary. <laughs> yes. Big, big ass Michael coming running after you is a scary sight. Yeah, he tackles him against that fucking wall. But his partner, Michael's got his partner. He's telling him, shoot him, shoot him. Shoot him. And Hawkins, like I said, terrible aim. Yeah, a lot of stormtrooper shooting here. Um, so. Basically, shoots his partner and kills him. Yeah, shoots him in the neck. Mm-hmm. And Michael drops him and... <laughs> Michael just, like... Uh, walks some pieces out and just walks off. Michael's just like, uh... Th- thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to do that, but all right. And I'll let you take over from this when he goes down the stairs because you really like this. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Uh, so he goes downstairs and it shows uh, some quick cuts of more officers arriving on the scene and them getting out of their cop cars. They all got their guns pulled. They're all saying shit like, it's him. It's him. It's him. But it's not showing Michael. Uh, but they all got their guns pulled out, pointing it at something. It was like, it's Michael. Holy shit. And uh, you just see um, a pair of nice black shoes come out of the car. Uh, that gave me a huge smile when I saw yeah. that. And you, you hear his voice already. He's like, he's here. Michael's here. <laughs> I can't imagine. I popped off when I saw that. Young Officer Hawkins, he's coming down the stairs. He's like in a daze over what he just accidentally did. Um, and he looks down and there's Dr. Loomis standing in the doorway 
look in, and you know it looks just like Donald Pleasance. And I found out today on Twitter uh, because the makeup artist of this film posted on uh, Instagram and it got shared on Twitter. This was not CGI. His, uh, un, you know, unfortunately, Donald Pleasance he passed away in 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, but this wasn't CGI. This was practical makeup that somebody wore a mask basically made to look like Donald Pleasance, and it's done very well. Yeah, I'm sure when they were filming that scene, they were probably kind of like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. That's that's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, Dr. Loomis is there in the doorway, and he's looking up at Officer Hawkins, and he's like, did Michael kill again? And Hawkins, he doesn't answer. He's still, he's just out of it over what happened. And, um. Then it cuts back. It cuts back to the present where Cameron is over Officer Hawkins now in the present, um, bleeding to death from uh, what happened in the 2018 movie. Uh, and he's like trying, he's yelling for help for the officer. And Hawkins is still just saying over and over again, he has to die. He has to die. So that that's the, that's the good opening of this movie. I really dig, I really dug it. Yep, then it goes to the titles. Yep. Which I liked, it. Flaming Pumpkin. Yeah, the pumpkin's always a little different during the opening credits, and this one, it was they were exploding in fire, which I immediately caught. I was like, oh, because the house is on fire, and that's what we're about to transition to. I think it basically gave you a hint of what's to come in this movie. Just shit. Yes. Burning down. Burning. Mayhem. Yeah. So, after the opening credits go, cuts to the burning house. Yep. Which, if you saw the trailer, you know what's about to happen. They come in. The firefighters are there. They arrive on the scene. And as they're going to the scene... They pass by the truck that Lori and her family is in. She's screaming, No, let it burn! You already saw it in the trailers. Poor firefighters. They... (laughs) They come in just to do a job, and... Yeah. (laughs) Shit went down. Uh... One guy, he was going in, saw a hole, falls through it. Yeah, he falls through the the floor into the trap that they had laid for Michael in the 2018 film and swiftly gets brutally murdered uh, by Michael down there. But that firefighter let out a distress signal um, and another firefighter, like, was trying to find him, finds the hole in the floor, <laughs> reaches down, take my hand! Take, because he the smoke, he can't see who's down there, but he sees that someone's down there. He's like, take my hand! And you just see Michael's hand come up and grab him. He took his hand. <laughs> and then you just see firefighters on the outside. They're trying to put out the fire. Uh, they're in the front yard. And uh, there's, there's like, what, like 10 firefighters out there? and um, Probably more. Yeah, uh, I think I think I kind of like ten firefighters out there. Then it does. Then it goes to a really nice shot. Michael coming out of the fire. Yeah, they were spraying water over the doorway. Yeah. And then you just see the house on fire, water dripping off the top of the doorway, and Michael just walking out. And everybody's like, "Who's that? Who's that?" And then they just see this this tall ass dude standing there with um, one of the tools that the firefighters use to rescue people yeah. in his hand, and he just like. Michael like readies it up. He like grabs it with both hands. He looks like he's just ready to go. And then you see all the other firefighters are getting like their jaws of life and their their axes and the saws ready. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. Yeah, then me and you both looked at each other in the theater and we're like, oh god. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and it went. Oh my god! It was a bloodbath. Michael destroys these poor fire. I feel bad for him. Oh yeah, he he took the axe to a couple of them. One of them they come at they came at him with a, a saw, like a, a round yeah. buzz saw, and Michael just like grabbed that shit and slowly like turned it onto the guy trying to on the firefighter. And just like cut his head off almost. Yeah, that one kind of made me wince because I knew it's kind of like. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but that. Uh, and that's not even the most brutal kill in this movie, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no. The, oof, we're just getting started. Yes. <laughs> so he kills the hell out of all of them, and that's the end of that scene. Yeah. How did you like that scene? I loved that scene. I fucking loved it too. That scene right there let me know. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good time. I love the hell out of that scene. So far, I'm enjoying the hell out of the movie. Oh, yeah. Me too. There's a local Haddonfield talent show going on at a bar. And it starts off somebody playing some music. There's this uh, couple sitting there watching the the talent show and they're talking and stuff. Uh, I believe like one of them's a doctor, one of them's a nurse. Yes, and if you watch the 2018 movie, in the scene where Michael is starting to terrorize the town, when it's in that continuous shot, you actually see those characters getting into their car and leaving to go to the bar. The bar. Yeah. <laughs> so nice little uh, clever input there. Because I knew they looked when I saw it in the theater the first time. I was like, they look familiar, and I was like. They were in that scene. They're watching the talent show. A group of people comes and sits uh, b- behind them, and they're talking kind of loud, and they're like, oh, can you guys, like, we're trying to watch the show. Can you quiet down? And then um, the the host of the show, which I guess is probably the owner of the bar, um, introduces someone else on stage, and asks Tommy to come on down. Tommy Doyle. Yeah, so it's, it's grown-up Tommy Doyle from the first movie. But it's not the same actor. Oh, yeah, no, it's not the same actor. But the character, it's uh, Tommy Doyle from the first movie, All Grown Up. Which is the uh, second time they've shown Tommy Doyle all grown up in it. Because in Halloween 6, they showed Tommy Doyle, too. Yeah. And it was Paul Rudd. It was fucking (laughs) (laughs) Ant-Man. Who played as him. And I think it was his first movie he ever did. Was it? Yeah. I know he did, like, a Super Nintendo commercial. Yeah, I think that's the first actual movie he was in. It was, because uh, I remember they saying introducing Paul Rudd. Yeah. And that's, when they say introducing Paul Rudd, that's when they do their first. Yeah. Tommy goes up there. He He's not doing a performance or anything. He's telling the story of what happened in 1978. And he's doing, He's you know, he's got a really good spooky vibe going on with the story. And they're doing it, you know, kind of in celebration of surviving that night. 40 years ago. Very well done speech he did. Yeah. He gives a toast to Lori for saving them that night. Then, like, the the two, the, the couple that was uh, complaining about them being loud, because that was the people they were complaining about being loud, was uh, Lonnie, Lindsay, and Tommy. Uh, they were like, can we buy y'all some drinks? Like, <laughs> damn, I didn't know that y'all were, y'all were them. But then, after that, I believe we go to the hospital. Yes. Where they're checking in uh, Lori. She's badly injured from the events of the Halloween 2018. Another great use of practical effects. They show her injuries in the surgery. Yeah. You literally see her guts. Yeah. There's like one part where Allison, uh, she's standing there in the waiting room and one of the doctors is like, do we need to get you checked in? Because she's like covered in blood. And she's like, it's, it's not my blood. <laughs> they're, they're not aware... Michael escaped from the house at the time. 
Yeah, they try for the longest time in this movie to keep that away from from Lori. Lori. Yeah, but uh, Lori, she's under right now for for surgery. She comes out of it. She's gonna be fine. You know, she just needs some stitches and some internal work done. And they put her in her room. Lori's daughter, Karen, and Karen's daughter, Allison. Uh, they have a moment on the in the stairwell of the hospital where they like, uh, and I'm glad they did this because they didn't have time to acknowledge it in t- uh, the 2018 movie yeah. about um, her husband. Her husband died, yeah. got killed by Michael, so they have a little moment in the stairwell right there, like, kind of talking about it and acknowledging that. <laughs> yeah, the grief. Yeah, and then they're getting questioned by the police uh-huh. while Lori's recovering. The chief of police, uh, he is talking to Karen, and Karen's like, you know, telling him what happened, and he's like, but we did it, you know, we we, we ended it, Michael's dead, and all that, and that's when he's like, nobody told you? Yeah, because uh, it kind of jumps cuts between both Allison and Karen yeah. getting interviewed, and basically it just cuts to their reaction at the same time when they find out, oh yeah, Michael's still alive. And they freak the fuck They're out. Like, what the fuck? He's gonna be coming here! Like Karen, Karen's like, he's gonna be coming here. Allison, she knows that he's not gonna be coming there, because she was in the car, in the cop car with the doctor um, in the 2018 movie, and she learned like the only thing really keeping Michael on the path towards Lori was the doctor who died in 2018 so that's where you find out in this timeline Michael doesn't really give a shit about Lori yeah Michael's not obsessed with Lori like he's been in previous Halloween movies cause uh, uh, they were related in those films yes in these older movies but that's not the case here because Michael just likes to kill he just <laughs> likes him some killing <laughs> so, uh, Allison knows that Michael's not going to be headed to the hospital to hunt down Lori. Karen doesn't know that. So, she's freaking out and telling all the police, you need to, like, board up the windows. You need to do everything. Uh, he's going to be on his way here. He's going to come after my mother. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which, in the 2018 movie, they kind of referenced that also. That, in the open, like, one of the early scenes in that movie, uh, the daughter was, because one of their friends, they were, she was talking with her friends and they were asking, oh, yeah, ain't they related? And she was like, oh, no, that's that was rumor. just a made-up yeah. legend rumor that they made up. Yeah, because uh, Halloween, the original Halloween 2 isn't canon to this world. So nope. that's where that's where they came up with that Michael is Lori's brother. He's just killing to kill. Like you said, he's killing because he likes to kill. Yeah. Um, but you got to wonder if it's going to be a thing in Halloween Ends because Lori's going to be going after Michael. In Halloween ends, you gotta wonder if like Michael's really gonna start targeting Lori because it's like you're the bitch that keeps getting in my way. Possibly, actually, I have a theory about how this is gonna end, but we'll say that for another. Time. I'm sure it's gonna end with Lori dead. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure that's that's not confirmed by anything, but I'm I feel like it's, it'll probably end with Lori being dead. Which you never know; it might end up with everybody dead. I think so. Like Michael dead and everything. The only one that makes it through is Officer Hawkins. Or Allison. Maybe. Or maybe she's the first one to die in the next movie. Who knows? So, yeah, uh, we cut back to the bar. Yes. And, uh... That's when they start getting alerts on their phones. Yeah, everybody's, like, kind of getting ready to leave. They're talking about the legend of Michael Myers, what happened. 
uh, in '78. And the uh, the bartender, he's he's got that bat over there. What was oh, it? Oh, Huckleberry. Uh, oh, Huckleberry. And he's like, I got old Huckleberry over here, and if Michael tries anything, he's gonna have to answer to him, you know. <laughs> yeah, but then they get a, uh, they start getting alerts on their phone. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What's and, going on? And then they the news. They turn on the news. Yeah, and it's they, showing like convicts escaped from a overturned bus. Yes. Yeah. So everybody's like. That's when Tommy Doyle gets everybody says, Evil is going to die tonight. Evil uh, dies tonight. <laughs> and here's the one of the problems I have with this movie. They repeat that line way too many times for me. It's a cheesy line. Here's, here's my theory on it, right? They knew. They knew. They wanted to use that line in the trailer. But they didn't know what part. They wanted to throw it into the movie, but they knew they needed it in the trailer. Evil <laughs> dies tonight. So they said, fuck it, we'll throw it in every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets them together, and basically Tommy Doyle gets a huge angry mob. Basically the whole town. Well, yeah. Well, first the the, the, the couple, are they're leaving. Yes. And they go, uh, yeah, she I goes was, out to yeah, her I was car. Get, I was getting to that point. Yeah. Well, that's after that they get the angry mob together. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so they're going out to their car, and uh, the guy forgot his stethoscope again uh, because he did in 2018 as well. Uh, he, he left it in the bar, and so his wife is walking out to the car. Some Something was outside of the car, and she gets out, and she sees an uh, escaped inpatient at the from the asylum. Yes. And she, she runs back into the bar. It's him. It's Michael. He's out there. And that's when everybody comes out in an angry mob. And uh, Tommy, he's got old Huckleberry. <laughs> he carries that with him the whole movie. Yeah, and um, that's like basically Negan's bat for him. Yeah, that's Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> Carry it like him too, over his shoulder and everything, ready to go. <laughs> and she, uh, she's a vampire bat. <laughs> but look at my dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they they circle the car because they. Uh, the the husband tells them like, hey, I came back out here and I saw him. He went into the car, and uh, they circle around the car. And Tommy's like hitting on the car with the with the bat, like tapping on it. And he goes, Michael, <laughs> Michael. And the lights come on, start playing some metal music, and uh, he, he sped off and quickly ran into something and wrecks it. Yes, and that escaped convict. He's a pretty big part of the movie too. Yeah. Uh, Sad part of the movie. Sad part of the movie because the majority of this movie, kind of skipping along a little bit, but majority of this movie is this angry mob going after him. Yeah, uh, because they don't know what Michael Myers looks like. You, you would think Tom. You think dumb, though. That's you think the, Tommy would know what Michael Myers looks yes, like? That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't understand. I mean, he saw. I mean, maybe since he was a kid, he maybe thought he was maybe not as tall as he thought, maybe. but. It's been 40 years. Exactly, but I mean... But I would think the trauma would like... That's leave another that problem I have with this movie is that. Trauma? No, them wasting the majority of the movie going after this guy and that, them thinking that it's Michael when it's very clearly not. Well, you, you gotta think, you know, if that angry mob already had found Michael and went after him, the movie would be over pretty quick. <laughs> that was like some 50 people... In a hospital, filling up the hallways, chasing after a dude. If that was Michael, you know, Michael wouldn't have got out of that. 
Maybe, you know, but I don't think even Michael would have got well, it. Based on how the end of the movie goes and what they say, he would have. Well, yeah, but I think they were just saying some hokey stuff. We're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. So he wrecks the car, and they go to investigate. They don't find anybody in the car. They find the umbrella in the car, the white umbrella. That's kind of lets you know this was the uh, crazy guy from the beginning of Halloween 2018 that had the umbrella. Yep. Who's ultimately harmless. We don't know that he's harmless, but he's not Michael Myers. At this point, he's scared and afraid. Cause and running, yeah. He don't know what's going on because yeah. he's out of it. Yeah. So... He's he, uh, he's on the run, and an angry mob starts to chase after him. Uh, and word gets out throughout all the town. Michael Myers is on the loose in Haddonfield. Yes. And everybody's going to go hunt him down. Lonnie and Tommy Doyle and Cameron go to the hospital because they know that Lori's there. Yep. And once they get to the hospital, Cameron finds Allison, and he apologizes for how he acted in the previous movie. Because he was being a huge dick in the previous movie. And then she gave him a hug. Uh, you know, just like glad that he's alive and shit. And uh, he tells her, uh, we're, we got a search party. We're hunting Michael down. We're like, the cops can't deal with this. They never can. So we're going to take care of it. Do you want to come with us? And she's like, yeah. And then, of course, Karen finds out. And she's like, absolutely fucking not. No. <laughs> But she winds up going with them anyway. She's like, let the cops handle this. They're professionals. They know what they're doing. We just lost our, your father. Yeah. Uh, so she tells Allison to go uh, watch after Lori. Yeah, stay there. Stay stay with Lori. And she does for a little bit. <laughs> and that's when she hands her the knife. And yeah, she leaves a, a knife wrapped up in her shirt for when she wakes up. And then she leaves. And goes and meets with Lonnie, his son, and Tommy outside. Yeah. Well, they're planning. They they got like Get a map weapons. of this. Yeah, they got the map of the town out, and they got some weapons in the back of a car. Uh, Lonnie pulls out like all these guns, and Tommy's like, "Do you have a license for these?" And he's like, "Some of them." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but um, also, the actor who played as Lonnie, Robert Longstreet. It's good seeing him again, because uh, he was in Midnight Mass, and he played a character I really liked in Midnight Mass. So it was good seeing him in here. Allison goes out there, and she, you know, she tells him like, "I'm, I'm in. Let's, let's hunt this fucker down. Like he killed my dad. You don't think I don't want a part of this?" So they're like, "Pick your gun," and she gets the fucking shotgun. <laughs> she ain't, she ain't risking it, you know. Yeah. So she goes after the shotgun, and they get ready. They're searching around the town for Michael. I think. Lori wakes up while they're doing that. Yes. L uh, Lori assumes Michael's dead, that the plan worked and all that. And yeah, she's Karen... Like, she's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah Karen yeah. Karen doesn't tell her that Michael's still alive. She really doesn't find out about him being alive until they all come and like tell her. Hey. Yeah. And uh, that's when they will uh, Officer Hawkins into the that hospital room as well. Uh, but he's unconscious. And, you know, Lori, she's worried about him and all that. The way they were talking later in... Which we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, we can go ahead and say it now. The way they were talking back and forth, they were in a relationship together. Kind of. Well, I, they more alluded to the fact that they hooked up in a bathroom once. They, they really, yeah. yeah. They, they, they alluded that Lori was going through some shit and uh, she hooked up with Hawkins, who technically saved her that night. Yeah. It's kind of shown Hawkins had feelings for Lori. Lori 
just needed somebody and didn't really care who it was and she had the hots for Ben Tramer, which they name dropped Ben Tramer. <laughs> yeah. Which uh well known actor plays Officer Hawkins, Will Patton. You've oh, seen yeah. him in a lot of movies. I saw him in the two thousand four Punisher movie, the one that takes place in Florida. He was one of the coaches in Remember the Titan. Yep. He was in the movie Armageddon. Yep. Lots of yeah, movies. He's, he's been in a lot of stuff. But then Lots we, of Jerry Bruckheimer films. Yeah. And I don't know if we, we skipped over when this comes in or not, or if it comes in now, but uh, we go to the original Myers home, and uh, living in the original Myers home is a gay couple. Big John and Little John. Big John and Little John, which is... Uh, a reference to an old 1960s uh, sitcom. Yeah. Big John, Little John, which apparently it's really hard to find anything about that sitcom now. And they are the comedic relief in this uh, movie. Yeah. They're a pretty solid couple, uh, they're, and they're pretty goofy. Uh, they get pranked by some kids tr- <laughs> trick-or-treating. You know what? Whose house this is? They, yeah, they, these kids. They, the, these kids pranked them, and the, and these are the kids that has the masks from Halloween Three. Yes. Uh, and uh, they show that a lot as a reference. Yeah, that's in all the trailers too. Yeah, but, the the pumpkin, the the, the witch, and, and the, the skeleton, skeleton head. Yeah, but these kids prank them and steal their candy. They were like, "Do you know whose house this is?" And they they tell them a spooky story about. Michael Myers, and sometimes they can hear the voice of a sister at night screaming, you know, or saying, Michael. So uh, they scare the kids away, and then they go back in, and uh, I think it cuts to other parts of the movie, but then we see them later uh, watching TV or something. Yeah, it cuts to them like about three or four times. It goes back and forth from this couple to uh, the other stuff going on in the movie, but like later... Uh, it shows them they hear a noise outside and they think it's the kids and uh, it's it's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Little John, played by Stuart from Mad TV. <laughs> Do you notice that? You know, No, I didn't notice that. You know, Stuart! Yeah, Little Stuart. Yeah. Little John is played by the actor who plays Little Stuart. Michael McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> you see it now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I already saw memes of that, of like Michael standing there over little Stuart, who's, <laughs> who's sitting on the couch and just has his leg up going, No! <laughs> uh, man, look what I can do. <laughs> we go to the park. The park scene. First. Marion Chambers, uh, the, two, the couple that was in the nurse's outfit, and the doctor. Yeah. And... Uh, Marion Chambers, the t- those two, and uh, Lindsey Wallace. Yeah. Uh, they're all in the car. Uh, they see they're driving by, kind of like doing a slow drive by. They see these kids. The kids who were pranking the couple from earlier. Yeah, they're there at a playground just playing around. They're like, what the hell are these kids doing? Everybody yeah. should be inside. Yeah, so uh, Lindsey, right, she gets out. And she walks over there, asks them, like, hey, what are y'all doing out here? And they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's Halloween. We're doing just, whatever the hell we want. Where's yeah. your parents? We don't fucking know. No, we don't know. Little, little shits, basically. Yeah, and, the, and she, they mentioned, like, oh, we got a friend. We don't know where he went. And she's like, are, she was, yeah, she was like, she was like uh, are y'all alone? And she's like, well, no, we got a friend around here somewhere. And also there's this guy in a creepy white mask trying to play hide-and-seek with us. We think he might be a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's definitely creepy. 
And she's like, what? And they're like, yeah, he keeps like popping in and out from behind the trees. Oh, there That's him over there. And it shows Michael holding a bloody pumpkin mask. <laughs> so he killed the shit out of one of those kids already. Yeah, it was the kid that disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah. Michael doesn't give a shit. He'll kill kids. Yeah, we already saw that in 2018. Yeah. He kills that kid in the car. So He's like 12. Yeah. So uh, Mike already killed a kid. and uh, Still uh, won't kill babies, though. Well, I, I think he sees them as not a threat or anything. Yeah, no struggle. Yeah. So Michael, he's standing there, and then Lindsay looks at him and like, okay, you guys need to go now. Run. Hide. Get as far away from here as you can. And they like can tell by her voice, like, oh, shit, that guy's dangerous. <laughs> so they get the fuck out, and... Yeah. Michael's over there at the car where all of them are still They don't sick. escape, though. We see later they didn't escape because he gets the masks somehow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he covers them all up. He covers the adults yeah. with the kids' masks. Oof. So that means he got the kids, too. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they ran and threw the mask down when they left. Maybe, but I, I don't I, think so. Me being nice, I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, Michael's standing right next to the SUV. Uh, the nurse and the doctor and Marion were in the SUV. Uh, Marion looks in the rearview mirror and just sees Michael standing right fucking there. And she freaks out. Michael comes in. Uh, goes over the hood of the car. Goes over the hood kind of the car. Kind of a flashback. Oh, not the, kind of. It was an absolute yeah. <laughs> flashback. It was a callback to the first movie where he goes over the hood, beats all the windows and stuff down. Uh, yeah, where he almost got Marion Chambers originally. Uh, he, he, he hits his hand down on the passenger side window and cracks it open with an open palm, uh-huh. just like in the first movie. But this time he grabs Marion Chambers. Well known fact. The wrench. Yeah, there's a wrench. Yeah, the first time I ever saw that movie, I saw that wrench in his hand. I was like, <laughs> fuck? <laughs> but yeah, uh, he, he open palm slaps the window, cracks it open. Grabs her. Grabs Marion this time. He, he, he ain't repeating the same mistake. He's killing her this time. Um, he kills her. Sadly. Sadly, Marion Chambers goes. and um, Second time she's died in this franchise. Yeah. He gets down from the roof and uh, goes after the nurse who's dressed as a doctor. I don't know if you caught that, but they're they're in real life a nurse and a doctor. Yeah. But they swapped what they're dressed as. Yeah. So she's an actual doctor, but she's dressed as a nurse. Yeah. He's a nurse, but he's dressed as a doctor. Yeah. So uh, he kills the uh, he kills the husband. Yeah. First. First, he stabs him through the eye upwards with a knife, and it was brutal. <laughs> yes. Uh, and practical effects, man. Yeah, uh, he was trying to shoot him, and uh, he like knocked the gun out of his hand, stabbed him in the eye, and so those two were dead. Uh, Lindsay's running, and then the wife, the doctor, she comes in with a, I, I think it was a fucking deagle, a desert eagle. She had a big ass gun. She, <laughs> she was she. Oh, I, yeah. I love this. Scene. Yes, God. It was brutal and metal as fuck. So she comes in shooting that gun. She can't shoot worth a shit. Nobody can in this movie. Uh, but she comes in shooting. I liked her. I liked her energy though. Yeah. She came in not fucking around. She's shooting at Michael. She never hits him. And then she gets really close. She's aiming the gun at him. Michael kicks the fucking car door open. It hits the gun. Makes her like twist it around towards her head. And as she's she twisting pull- it around, she pulls the trigger and blows Sh- her fucking brains shoots out. Shoots herself in the fucking head. Blows her brains out. And I was like, oh. Fuck yes! <laughs> yeah, I remember you, you were like, 
And I jumped out of my seat. I was like, oh! <laughs> So Lindsay Wallace sees all this shit and she's like, fuck. Yeah. And gets the hell out. And Michael, of course, doing his normal chase, just walking. Yeah. Uh, She runs deeper into the park. Michael follows her. Uh, Instead of keeping on running while Michael's walking, like, you know. Everybody is. Would would be the smart thing to do, to just keep running, get more distance. She decides to stop and hide somewhere. Uh, Michael doesn't find her. Michael doesn't find her. Uh, he, he takes a while searching for her, but he doesn't find her. Real tense moment because it's completely silent. You're hearing all the footsteps. Yeah, and her breathing. and His breathing the whole time. Yeah. <sighs> Through the mask. It's it's really tense. Like, I was getting ready for a jump scare to where he was going to just pop up and just like grab her. Yeah. But she's hiding, like, under the lake. Uh, Michael walks out onto the dock to get a look around, but he doesn't find her. We go back to the hospital, and Officer Hawkins wakes up, um, and Lori, you know, she's laying there right next to him. Yeah, she was talking to him while he was still asleep, and she was just saying some stuff, and then he wakes up, and he's like, uh... Well, yeah, yeah, she, she, was say, she was saying something, and then she gets to the part where she's like, but we did it, we killed him, Michael's dead, and he wakes about up and goes, time. it's about fucking time. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they start talking about uh, their history together, and she was like, that one time in the bathroom, I'm, I'm sorry I led you on, and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, you know, I, I had feelings for you, but you were always, you always had the hots for Ben Tramer. And they started laughing. Yeah. She was like, thanking him for everything, but then she was like, all of this is my fault. You know, she was blaming herself for Michael and all that. She's, she's still of the belief that Michael's obsessed with her, specifically. And yeah. all that. And so she was saying, this is all my fault. And then he was like, no, it's mine. And we go back to another flashback to 1978. And he's talking <laughs> to the chief of police from back then. And they're going over covering up uh, him accidentally killing his partner when he was trying to shoot Michael. He gives him his gun. The chief was like, we're going to say Michael took your partner's gun and shot him with it. Shot him in the neck, yeah. And he was like... He was going along with it. And that's why he still has a job. <laughs> and then they have Michael out there surrounded by a bunch of cops with their guns drawn on. And Michael, he's just standing there completely still, just looking at them. They take him down to the ground, uh, cuff him, and Loomis takes out his gun that he shot Michael six times with. His revolver pistol. Yeah. He aims it at Michael's head. He's about to execute him. And then young... Officer Hawkins no. runs up to him and says, no, and like pulls the gun up and uh, Loomis shoots into the air. Uh, and so he saved Michael. And then he was like, it cuts back to him now. And he's like, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, uh, after what had just happened with me and my partner, you know, I, I still, I guess I needed to believe that there was some good in this world and even someone as evil as Michael could go get the help that he would need to fix whatever's wrong with him. But now I see this guy is nothing but pure fucking evil and he needs to die. Yes, and then after that, it cuts to Allison and Tommy Doyle and Lonnie and the boyfriend. Uh, Yeah, they go to the 
they go to park. They, they go to the park and they see that SUV that's, that's abandoned. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, oh shit. They run out into the park and they see on the little merry-go-round thing they have in there, uh, all of the people that Michael just killed. Uh, wearing the masks of the children that were there. So it was. Oh. And then they go further and then they see uh, Marion. Marion Chambers. With the witch up. mask. She was hung on the, uh, the the swing set. Allison goes deeper and she finds Lindsay Wallace. They go to get help. Lindsay Wallace survived. She was fine. And that's the last time you see her in the movie. Yeah. Then we go back to the hospital. Lori gets word that Michael's still alive. And she she takes just, off her shit. Yeah, she starts ripping her IV out and all that shit. She gets up and Karen's like, "No, mom, you can't do that. Stop it!" And she like picks up this needle, this syringe, and just, Ka- Karen's like, "You don't even know what's in that." And she's like, "It makes the pain go away." And just stabs it into her hip and shoots up with it. And I, I was sitting there in the theater. I was like, "You didn't have to do it like that, you know. You just like stick that like in a vein and." You didn't have to go that dramatic with it. That had to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Metal Gear Solid 4 when Snake just uses that syringe. Ah! Ah! That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Got to get those nanomachines in you. Yeah. And uh, so Karen's trying to tell her to sit the fuck back down. Uh, Lori pulls out that knife. No. <laughs> and she's like, evil dies tonight. Uh. <laughs> And she leaves, and there's this big ruckus going on at the waiting room of the hospital. Because at this point, the uh, the guy who escaped from the psych ward, he... Well, this is when Tommy Doyle comes back. Yeah. And they're all in there, and Tommy Doyle uh, is confirming that Michael is alive, and um, Karen tells him... T- uh, Karen tells Tommy, he's going to be coming to the hospital. My mom's here. He's, he's going to be hunting after my mom. Tommy Doyle has a really nice uh, talk with Lori. It's like, yeah, that's when me. she found out that he's alive. Yeah, yeah, is from Tommy because uh, she was like, you ha- you saved me, you protected me uh, when I was, I was a kid. It's time my time to protect you. Yeah, and she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh fuck, Michael's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tommy is in the waiting room telling everybody like, hey. Board up these these windows. We gotta protect it. He's gonna come here. Evil's coming here, and evil dies tonight. <laughs> and a whole crowd he starts chanting, "Evil dies and tonight." And there's like evil. a shitload of people. Yeah, like hundreds. And uh, the uh, police chief is like, "No, let us do our job." And the security guard, who was the cop from the first movie, yep, bracket, yeah, sheriff bracket. He was he was like, uh, uh, "He killed my daughter." Back in 78. Yeah, and, and we didn't do back. shit about it. Uh, so, yeah, evil dies tonight. Yeah, and it does like little quick flashbacks of them dead. Yeah. And uh, around that time, the other escaped inmate shows up at the hospital asking people for help. And he's like uh, in the, the doorway of the hospital saying like, please help me, help, help me. Help me, help me. Yeah. He's, he's scared and confused. And people start freaking out thinking that he's Michael Myers. Is that Myers? That That's Myers? Michael. He's here. He's here. And um, Lori and Karen are in the back of the crowd. They can't see that it's not Michael. Like Michael? But they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And uh, they start, the, this whole angry mob starts chasing him through the hospital. Um, 
and eventually Lori and Karen get a look at who it is and they're like that's not Michael mm-hmm. and they try to stop the mob but they're, they're so but they're not listening Eve, Lori even says you fucking sheep that's not Michael <laughs> <laughs> I love that line <laughs> but yeah, um, at that point the mob they're not listening to nobody they're just in pure rage mob mentality yeah. and uh, in this scene at some point the mother of the kid who got hooked on the gate in 2018 sees her child sees her child in the morgue because she comes in earlier talking to Sheriff, the, the security guard bracket, and is like, my son, my son here. Yeah, my son's been missing. You need to fucking find him. So yeah. during that whole chase scene with her mob, she finds her son. Laying there in the morgue dead with a hole through his face. Yeah. Yeah, and she just breaks down in tears while an angry mob is, like, swarming behind her to chase yeah. after. Sad scene going on. Yeah, but... Uh, they're chasing him up the stairs. Karen gets ahead of the crowd, and uh, she gets to a place where the mob isn't there yet, and she finds the the inmate, and she's like, hey, I know you're not who they think you are. Uh, come with me. I'll help you. I'll save you. We got to get you out of here. And so she locks him in a room. Touching scene, too, because he's so scared to death. Yeah. Grabs her hand, and he's, like, crying. Yeah. And, and she, she leads him to a hallway and, clo- and locks the doors on both ends of this hallway. And uh, she stands in front of the door and she's planning on when the mob gets there to yell at them. Like, it's, he's not Michael, but they just they get there. They don't care. They're not listening and they're trying to break the door down. And um, she she looks at Tommy through the through the crowd and she lips, uh, lips the words to him, that's not Michael. It's not him. And and Tommy's even like, it's not him? And she's like, no, it's not. And so he just looks around at the crowd and he's like, oh, fuck. And uh, they're about to break through the door and he, uh, the inmate climbs out onto the window and jumps. Uh, he, Gnarly scene. Yeah, he, he, had, he was cornered, nowhere to go. He jumps out from several stories. Yeah, he was dead either way. It was either get killed by the mob or just do it yourself. Yeah, so he jumps... Head splats on the floor. Yeah, it shows it. Like <laughs> point of view, him falling down. Yeah, and then uh, there's like people outside down where he jumped at, and they look, and it just shows like his brain is everywhere and shit. It's nasty. Yeah, but it was really sad. Like it's you, really you feel sad. really bad for this guy. Yeah, I know. Um, and you don't even know his name. Yeah, you just know that he didn't deserve any of that. No, he didn't. <laughs> but uh. That's when, like, they all come to realize that wasn't Michael after he's dead. And, uh... They all feel like shit. Yeah, Brackett, uh, he even looks down. He, like, leans down over the body, and he goes, Michael's winning. He did this to us. He turned us into monsters like he is. Another cheesy line. Well, I mean, it, it rings really true, though. Like, um, he's, he's making us panic, and uh, we're becoming... Him. We're, well, they, he didn't really say we're becoming him, but it was like, we're, we're going to, uh, if we let this fear get to us, we'll be just as bad as he is. Yeah. So, uh, they, they, they have to come to terms with that, that they just caused a presumably innocent man. I mean, he might've been a violent criminal, but, uh, we don't, we don't have the context of that. You can say innocent guy cause he didn't do anything wrong at that point. Yeah. Uh, he was just afraid. Hey, future Brandon here. Uh, just to add a bit more sadness to this scene, unfortunately, this is a bit of uh, real-world sadness. The actor who played as the escaped mental patient, Vitoli, passed away back in May 
of this year. His name was Ross Bacon, and he was taken due to lung cancer. And it makes me really sad because he didn't get to see the final product of this film. I think he did an absolutely outstanding job in his role, and he really made me feel, made a lot of us feel for that character. Even people who don't like this movie admit that uh, that scene with him was a, a bit of a soft spot for everyone. And so I just, I didn't want to get through this episode without paying the proper respects to this man because he, he did such a great job. And regardless of the job that he did, uh, it's just sad to see that that happened. My thoughts are with his friends and family. I hope they're doing okay. And uh, yeah, I just, I didn't want to not mention that here. Uh, shortly after that, this is when Lonnie has the map out and he's like pointing out the killings that Michael's doing on the map. Where it's headed to is to the Myers house. And uh, he's like, that's what he does. He kills and he goes home. He's going home. And then we cut back to the Myers house, uh, Big John and Little John. They're watching TV. They hear a noise. They think it's the kids pranking them, but it's Michael. And they were like, I got this knife. Big John pulls out this little, like, cheese knife. <laughs> and then Little John gets a big knife. Yeah, and Little John, he pulls out a big kitchen knife and he's like, and I got this knife. And then they play this. This is funny. They play this kind of game where they're all checking houses, but they kind of, like, do. Like, Marco Polo. Yeah. They're like, Little John. Big, big John. John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just checking in on each other while they split up and search the house because they hear a noise outside. They go out to look. They don't see anything. And they get back inside, and Little John sees the bloody hand, two pr two finger handprint mm -hmm. on the back door, and he's like, uh, "Big John, someone's in the house, and I don't think it's a kid." They start searching the house. You know, Big John, Little John, Big John, and um, uh, Big John finds Michael, he gets... and he gets killed, and then Little John finds Big John's body and then he looks over and they're in what used to be Michael's sister's room mm -hmm. and uh, Michael's just standing there looking out of the window yeah. uh, which they say that uh, it's always it was hinted at throughout this whole movie that Michael would just spend his childhood like staring out that window for some reason just to see his reflection yeah so he looks over and Michael is just staring out that window and he, he goes, Michael. And Michael kind of like looks over his shoulder and he goes, You come home. You come home. Which is, a hint, you know, the night he comes home. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, there's a callback to that. So uh, then he kills Little John. Kind of off screen. Yeah. It zooms out an outside shot of the house and you just hear Little John screaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We see Lonnie driving through the town with Allison and Cameron. Telling people to get back inside. Yeah. They're, they're yelling at people, go inside, it's dangerous tonight. Go inside, lock your doors, don't come out. Michael's on the loose. Uh, and they get to the Myers house, and then Lonnie's like, I want y'all to stand here, I'm going alone. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. And Allison's like, this guy killed my dad. Do you really think I'm, do you expect me to just sit here while you do that? And he goes, no, I don't expect you to, but I'm asking you to. And so Lonnie goes in there alone, and that's where we both referenced Lonnie. Get, get your, your ass, ass away, away from, from there, because it's it's you know it's calling back to Lonnie going up to the Myers house in '78 when he was a kid. Yep, and it was always told if you go to the Myers house, you're gonna die. Yeah, 
and Lonnie he goes into the Myers house and he, he dies uh, off off screen. You see his body later. Yeah, but he dies off screen. But we hear him scream from outside the house. Allison and and Cameron hear him scream. I think you hear a gunshot too. Yeah, and they go running in. Um, Cameron goes checks upstairs. Allison's looking around downstairs, and uh, Cameron finds his dad stuffed in the attic door. Uh, his blood's dripping down from the ceiling. Yeah, his body's nasty. Yeah, like like his head's poking out with his arms like yeah. all wrapped around, and uh, he's just like poking out of the little like pull down attic door. And uh, then he sees Big John and Little John. Yeah, they had a record playing, and Big John and Little John's body was sitting there, and they were positioned like the picture above them of, that they took of each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Michael's still leaving bodies in artistic, artistic ways. ways, yeah. Oh, we, we we totally skipped over that couple that died, the interracial couple, the older interracial couple. The one uh, the lady gets the, the light stabbed through her neck. That was early in the movie. That was really early. We skipped over them. They find Big John and Little John, and then Michael finds Cameron. And uh, Allison downstairs hears Cameron scream and a gunshot. And... Uh, Cameron all, like almost gets a good shot in on Michael with the gun, but of course Michael like smacks that shit out. Allison's downstairs screaming. She's like right down at the bottom of the stairs screaming for Michael to stop. And uh, Michael, of course, he's just gonna continue. Uh, he he takes his time with Cameron. Yeah, he tortures his ass. He he beats the fuck out of him, and then he like sticks his head through the uh, the railing of the of the yeah of the stairway. And uh, he's just like sitting there, like lifting him up and dropping him down, so his like neck keeps hitting like the the uh, sharp railing yes. uh, that's broken apart. He's already been stabbed and shit already. Yeah. So uh, and then he goes. He starts walk down the stairs. Allison gets gets Michael's attention, and yeah, come and get me, motherfucker. Yeah, come get me, you little bitch. Yeah. And then uh, Michael just like stops what he's doing walks around the railing, starts to go downstairs, and as he's passing Cameron's head still sticking through the railing, uh, Allison starts to scream when he looks at him, and she's like, no, leave him alone, take me! And he just twists Cameron's neck around all yeah, the way. Yeah, I looked away on that one, too. I was like, ugh. Yeah. But um, then, she, then he attacks uh, Allison. Uh, she tries to shoot him, doesn't hit, um, and then they're struggling. He has the knife. He's, like, bringing it down on Allison. She's, like, holding his arm back, but she's like, do it, do it. And then she looks behind him, and she says, do it. And then you just see a pitchfork going to the back, and and Michael's back, and it's Karen. Yeah. (laughs) And Michael falls with a pitchfork sticking out of his back. She pulls it out. Takes his mask off. And takes his mask off, and he starts to get back up. For a second, they think, like, they're good. And then Michael starts to get back up, and she screams. Karen backs out of the doorway of the house uh, onto the front porch, mm-hmm. down the stairs. She's holding the mask up. Michael's about to attack Allison, but she's but Karen's holding the mask up, and she's like, "You want your mask, Michael? Come and get it. Come and get it." And then she runs away. Michael chases after her. She goes through between some houses mm-hmm. and around a corner, and Michael follows her. We lose sight of Karen, but Michael sees the mask laying on the ground. Leading him directly to a trap. Yep. He bends down to pick up the mask, and then he looks up, and there's a crowd of, like, 15 people 
And right in the center is Tommy Doyle with O Huckleberry. O Huckleberry, and they're like, "Hey, Michael." And then there's Officer Brackett, and he, yeah, he's, he's holding a gun up, and he's like, "Happy Halloween, Michael. Everyone's entitled to one good scare." Yes. <laughs> and uh, so they're all surrounding Michael, and they start beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, you know, he's getting like stabbed. He's getting he got shot six times. Uh-huh. I counted it. Yeah. There's a good little reference. He got shot six times. Um, he, he's getting hit with like pipes and boards and uh, baseball bats. The funny thing he is, gets, I he like, gets old like, Huckleberry across the face. I like how before he was getting beat up, he was just like. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, he puts all, the mask back on. He just kind of takes a breath and then puts the mask on. Like, like let's all do right, this. All right, come on. <laughs> But they, they 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 lay into him, and uh, you know he doesn't really have a good of a chance. He he does like injure some of the people attacking him pretty good. Like they they subdue him. Uh, like one of the person one of the people trying to shoot him. It wasn't one of the six times he got shot. They like pull the gun out and they're about to hit him and he smacks the he smacks the gun and it goes off and shoots. it shoots someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he stabs one of them in the leg and they go down. But ultimately, they they beat the shit out of him, and then Karen's there, and uh, Tommy's like, "We got this, Karen. Go be with your girl." And she picks up Michael's knife that he was reaching for, stabs him once, uh, right in the center of his back, right below his neck, which should paralyze a motherfucker. <laughs> but this dude got shot and beat and stabbed. He should be dead. He should be dead. And you kind of it kind of leads you to believe that. He he's not getting out of this. He's he's dying at this point. Like nobody uh, can. Wait t- a minute. There's Halloween ends. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Of course we know there's another movie after this. So he's not dying here. But uh, he he's in pretty bad shape at this point. And Karen walks away. And then we kind of go back to the hospital. And it cuts back and forth from Michael on the ground to Hawkins and Lori in the hospital talking to each other. Basically saying some hokey lines about how he can't die. Um, I, that's I, when Michael basically undertakers up like the fucking yeah. wrestler. They're they're saying some shit like uh, the the the. It gets really cheesy here. What they're saying. Yes. It, it's like uh, the, the the evil the evil die. of Haddonfield can't be killed, and it, uh, as much as we try to fight it and push it down, it'll just come back up stronger than ever. And it keeps cutting back to Michael. He's slowly getting up. And he gets up to his knees, and he's like, you know, he's, he's sitting there on his knees, like, looking up. And, uh, you know, the people are like, oh, he's getting back up. Let's just gonna beat the fuck out of him oh. again. And uh, someone, like, I think takes a board, and they're, like, rearing back to hit him, and he, like, catches the board and, like, grabs their foot out from under him or something. And, like, he's, like, beating them on his way back up to his feet. Yeah. They're coming after him while he's on his knees, and he's, like, just beating them back while he's still getting up to his feet. Mm-hmm. And he kills the fuck out of everyone there. <laughs> yes, everybody. He just, he goes into full Michael mode. <laughs> full rage Michael mode. Kills Sheriff Brackett. Yeah. Fucking Tommy Doyle was the last one he killed. Yeah, he, he took old Huckleberry and from Tommy Doyle. Beat the shit out of him. And clocked him with it. And walks away. Yep, goes back to his house. Yeah. And then here comes well, the end. That, yeah. yeah, here comes the end. Lori and Hawkins are still talking. 
and as they're doing this little monologue, it's cutting to Karen with Allison. With Al, with well, no, Allison left. Karen's going upstairs uh, to the sisters' room in the Myers house as they're talking about Michael would stand in that window. Uh, we always think he was looking out, but maybe he was looking in at his reflection to see himself. And uh, so she, as they're saying that, Karen's walking over to that window and she stands in the window. She kind of like closes her eyes and sighs and then she opens her eyes and looks out and she sees the reflection of Michael behind her. Uh-huh. And Michael swiftly just stabs the shit out of her a few times. Yeah, it kills her. It's very much psycho shower scene type stabbing where you don't see the knife going uh-huh. in, but it's a lot of like hand movements of knives cutting to close-ups of Karen's face screaming. Yes, it was never fully confirmed if she's dead or not. I'm pretty sure she's dead. Might be dead. We'll find out in the beginning of Halloween Ends. Yeah. It'll probably start with, oh my god. And then it ends abruptly there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, Karen falls to the floor, she's bleeding all over the place, and Michael's staring out the window. Yep, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So? Uh, My final thoughts, like I said, there was good parts of the movie. I hated the cheesy parts. I didn't. I know you didn't. (laughs) Kind of left, kind of an abrupt ending, made me want more. I like to see a story go to way to this conclusion. So that being said, I cannot wait for Halloween ends to come out next year. Hopefully if nothing bad happens or anything holds it up. Yeah. But I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. Can't wait to watch it again. Need to watch it again. I liked how the kills was. Michael did a lot of good work in this movie. Michael went to town. Literally. Yes. (laughs) What's your final thoughts? It's a good movie. It's a it's a fun movie, and I think it doesn't need to be more than that. We, you know, whenever a new Halloween comes out, it's always a big deal. Yes. And because it's 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 Daddy Myers, right? Big Daddy Myers, man. It, he's he's the 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 father of slashers. You know, we got Psycho and Peeping Tom. That's the grandfather of slashers, but what really started it was Halloween. So it's always good to get a Halloween movie unless it's Resurrection. This is definitely not as bad as Resurrection. Oh no. This is not as bad as most Halloween movies. We 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 have Halloween on this pedestal where it can't do no wrong, but we we how quickly we forget most of the Halloween movies aren't that good. No. It's the first one. It's the 2018 one. It's H2O and Halloween Kills. And Halloween Kills. Those are the really great ones. People argue about Rob Zombie. I like the Rob Zombie films. I like the first one. The yeah. second one, not so much. Yeah. But we, we have Halloween on this pedestal that it really, I don't think it deserves to be on. I like that it is on it, don't get me wrong, because I think Halloween is very important. But its importance has made people think that it's this supposed to be this pristine perfect horror movie yeah but really most halloween movies are not that great (laughs) like five six resurrections uh rob zombies halloween 2 they're all bad halloween kills i went into it like i was going into a friday the 13th movie and i think that's why i liked it because this is more like a friday the 13th kind of film 
And I think they wanted to do that as the for the in between of Halloween 2018 and Halloween ends because they they don't they already opened really strong with Halloween 2018. And they made some really good story points. They made some creative decisions that worked out really well for that movie. And as a story, that movie was really good. And it was really strong in that sense. Halloween Ends, I predict, is going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So in between that, all they really wanted to do was have some fun with it. Yep. For the for the bridge. And even I think it even stands alone as a good movie if you're not expecting this big, huge story. So... Like I said, I, I, I went into it th with the mindset kind of like as if I was going into a Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is not very story driven. It's let's see how these people can die by this killer. I, I liked seeing Michael just being more active. I, I think it was a long time coming where we get a movie where Michael gets to just mindlessly slaughter like this. It, it really feels like... First the, movie you see him do this. Yeah, it, this really feels like the, the gloves are off on Michael finally. And he's doing what we always knew he was capable of, but it was just never shown. Can't wait to see Halloween ends. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a good one. I think so too. And I agree with... That was the point I was about to make. Yeah, I believe it's going to continue more on the story side for this last film. Yeah. And I think it's going to be fucking good. Oh, really yeah. good. But uh, luckily, we have Scream 5 to hold us over till then. That's that's what the big thing we have to look forward to next. Can't wait. Scream 5 until we get any news on maybe a new Nightmare on Elm Street or uh, Friday the 13th. And in between that until now on Scream, we got Spider-Man. And the Chucky series. Yes, we do. It's a good time for horror fans. And things things are just getting better, I think. Think we're in for the next few years it's gonna be really good oh yeah which is my secret topic <laughs> just a little hint but yeah halloween kills good movie i like it check it out i got my thumbs up yep any last words no <laughs> <laughs> all right that's been our review for halloween kills and remember it's almost Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. <laughs>